Welcome to the Honest Business Podcast. This is the show for ambitious, value-driven business owners who are actively building a business that works for them. Hi, I'm Mae James, and I'm here to make scaling your business easier and more rewarding than ever. Each week, we will dive into simple, sustainable strategy and pragmatic leadership discussion to support you as you take imperfect action on your entrepreneurial journey. If you want to stay ahead, exceed your growth goals, and have a purposeful, thriving business, then keep on listening. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Honest Business Podcast. I am your host, Mae James, although many of you are going to know that if you (laughs) listen to this every week. And today we're going to have a short and snappy episode. When I say that, it might be half an hour long, but we're going to try and condense a really interesting topic into a short time frame. So today we're talking about how to make a high ticket offer really desirable and how to sell it like how do you make sure that it actually sells because a lot of people create high ticket offers but not many people actually sell them well and sell them consistently this comes off the back of right at the beginning of the podcast I think it's episode two we talked about the role that high ticket sales has in your business and people loved that it was a really popular episode And so this one is kind of to accompany that somewhat, but we're talking more about the specifics, about how do you actually make a decent one? How do you actually sell it so that people want to buy it? So let's dive into that. Please leave a review if you enjoy this episode. I really appreciate it on wherever you get your podcasts. Um, And check out more episodes if you are listening and have enjoyed this one. So let's dive in. First up, what is a high ticket offer? Go and listen to that episode too if you want a full in-depth rundown. But for the sake of this episode, I am going to set the definition as something that is a service that is £5,000 or more. Realistically, in 2023, I think it's more likely 10000 or 15000 But we're going to stick with 5000 But you can, it can be whatever number you want, really. It just needs to be, you know, a significant amount of money. It's more money than most people are going to just sort of like say, oh yeah, fine as if it was a one pound scratch card or something like that. So a high ticket offer is often something that is an exchange of a decently sized amount of money for some kind of service. Typically that service means some kind of level of access to someone or some kind of transformation. So when you are creating a high ticket offer, the value has to be really clear. It needs to be super clear what the value is and what are they going to get from it? That Those two bits in itself are the biggest hurdle that people fall over from the beginning. It isn't clear enough and they struggle to really understand that piece. And therefore everything else they do kind of falls flat. But the next thing is also hugely important. And that is when you're building your high ticket offer, you need to really understand who is it for. So really grappling with the concept of who is buying this? Who's making a purchase decision? Who's benefiting from this? Because once you understand who it's for, you can then create something that people actually want. Now, once you've got this offer together, understanding how to sell it is something that people spend little to no time working out. You need to sell it well. Some high ticket offers are the most amazing offers, they're fantastic services, but they never sell because people don't know how to communicate it, they don't know how to sell it, they don't know how to sell it with confidence. And in order to do that well, 
one of the biggest questions is why people should buy it. Why should people buy it? That's what you need to understand. And I'm going to talk through later on in the episode about how you understand the the reasons behind that. Like, why are they buying high ticket and not an alternative? Because a lot of these, you know, a lot of high ticket offers, it's not a one way thing and you can only do that and nothing else. It's often that there's numerous different options But the high ticket version is either the fastest, the quickest, the better one, the easier one. And so we're going to talk through sort of 10 reasons that people buy high ticket. But I'm going to I'm going to sort of go through that at the end because I want to sort of talk you through a few other bits and pieces before we get there. So when you're going back to crafting this offer, when you're creating it, you need to include deliverables that people actually want. So sometimes people shove loads of random things in a high ticket offer and part of the issue they've got is that people don't want what's inside. (laughs) It sounds really simple, but like you need to actually give people what they want and include deliverables that really excite them. Stuff that maybe they don't get anywhere else, that people can't buy in any other way. You only can have it through that high ticket offer. That works really well when you're creating a high ticket offer. The other thing you need to think about when you're creating a high ticket offer and putting it together is understanding, do you want a scalable high ticket offer or are you not that bothered about that? Let me put that into an example that will maybe make sense to you. So my one-to-one program that I have which is a six-month program that people choose to come and buy from me when they want to work with me one-on-one and they're like look I want advisory I want support I want you as a leader in my business I'm like okay cool great that high ticket package is incredible they get three different functions offerings different bits that they can access so for example it all comes from me but they have access to a strategy consultant a leadership coach and an advisor in their business And that inherently is not scalable. (laughs) That is not scalable because I cannot have a hundred people in that package. I physically can't. I can't really have that many to be quite honest with you because it's very intensive. I am spread, you know, really in their business. Like I get involved, I'm on their team to some degree. Like I'm in there in the trenches with them on, on a level. It's not 100% done for you, but I am there in the trenches, right? So that inherently is not scalable. There is a cap on how much money I can make off that offering. But that's okay, because I've chosen for that to be the case, and I'm happy with that, and that fits for me. But you can also create a high-ticket offer that is scalable, and that's really exciting. You can create an offer that, you know, is £10,000, for example, And it is some kind of thing where it's a group thing or it's a one to many where you're serving, you know, multiple people at one time. And therefore you can have a hundred people in there. You can have a thousand people in there and your earning potential potentially is unlimited. 
So you've got to, when you're making your high ticket offer and working that out, that really needs to be clear in your head because depending on which of the two that you choose, scalable or not scalable, massively dictates what the deliverables can be and what's going to work and what isn't. Now, another thing that's quite interesting is are you giving a guarantee or promising an ROI when you're designing your high ticket offer? Some people like to include this because often, you know, if someone's exchanging a large amount of money, let's just say you're charging someone £50,000 for something. To them, they might think, wow, okay, that is a lot of money. And they might want to guarantee that, you know, X thing's definitely going to happen. Or what is the ROI that they're expected to get from spending that £50,000 with you? Now, ultimately... That's up for you to decide whether you want to do that, whether that's something that fits with your business model, whether that works in your industry, but it's something to ponder on and think about for you when you're creating your high ticket offer. When you're thinking about how can we make this more desirable, how can we make this offer something that people want to buy and more specifically at the point of sale, so when you're actually selling it and you're thinking about, well, what tactics can I use or what feels really good to help me with this process? Here's a couple of things that can help that are totally up to you whether you want to use or not. So payment plans. Using a payment plan can make the offer more desirable. So if you've got an offer for £50,000 and you're saying, actually, you don't have to pay the full £50,000 today, that for some people is a no-brainer and they're like, okay, yeah, I can do that then. Whereas if you said to someone, you've got to pay me £50,000 and that's the only option, they might walk away and say, that's too risky or they don't want to do that. Whereas for some people, it's like, well, actually, you can pay me £5,000 a month over 10 months. They might be like, okay, yeah, cool, I can do that. I can make that work. By the way, the £50,000 is kind of irrelevant. Pick a different number. Pick a number that's specific to your business. It's just think about a number and think about the idea that a payment plan does make things easier for people. It can make people feel like, ah, I get that now. I can do that. It opens the door to them. Another thing that you can do that will make an offer easier to sell is having case studies. Have an understanding of this person has done this and they got X result. They have been in this space and this is what's happened. They spent the 50 grand and after spending the 50 grand, they've got this y, X, Y, and Z thing from it. And that doesn't have to be money, okay? Don't panic. It doesn't have to be they made X amount of money because that might not be why they invested in the first place. But having case studies where people can identify elements of themselves with the person on the case study can be hugely helpful. Maybe it's they're in the same industry. Maybe it, they look like them. Maybe they are at a similar age. Maybe they have gone through a similar struggle and they are started starting or did start at the point in which the person who's reading it, the potential client, was also at. That kind of thing will help to sell a high ticket offer. Another thing you can do is create scarcity or exclusivity. And for some people, exclusivity feels more aligned and more in integrity than scarcity. And that's not the saying that scarcity is wrong because you can create scarcity in really ethical ways. I would say we do in the business for sure. So it's not that there's something wrong with scarcity, but scarcity and exclusivity are slightly different. 
um, and it's up to you. But both kind of do help to one, make the offer more desirable, but two, can help sell it. And so it's something to think about. You know, how many people want something that not everybody has? How many people want to buy something that is unique? Maybe they want to buy something that is, you know, from a small boutique that's really niche than going into a mass market high street brand, for example, if we're thinking about clothing, which I get that we're not saying that that's um, high ticket, but what I'm trying to explain to you is like the idea that some people like exclusivity and they want to pay for that. And that's where it becomes high ticket. The fashion industry is a good example, you know? You can go and spend £5,000 on a Chanel jacket if you want to. It's an exclusive purchase that very few people are going to have and own. Whereas you can go to, I don't know, Zara, for example, and buy a jacket that might look similar and cost you £50. There's huge amounts of reasons as to why someone might want the Chanel jacket and why someone might want the Zara one. Neither's wrong, neither's right. There's so many micro, tiny touch point, little intricacies that are involved in both of those decision-making processes. But ultimately, they both exist. They both thrive in the world. They're both businesses that are making a lot of money. And ultimately, in your business, you can have both of those options available. You don't have to pick one or the other. What we're talking about here about introducing a high-ticket offer is adding something that your business maybe doesn't have or adding a second high-ticket offer or having another tier that is even more expensive than what you've got currently going on. This leads nicely into the next point, which the next point is around that people more often than not with a high-ticket offer are buying direct access to you. And I've mentioned that, okay? So often... If someone wants to work with someone closely, then it's going to be a high ticket purchase. But what else is interesting is that I believe that you should respect that. And I think the reason I say that is because sometimes high ticket sales gets a bad rep. People feel like they've spent a lot of money but haven't really gotten anything. And sometimes that's because people think they're going to get access to a certain person but they haven't actually gotten that access. The access isn't as what they thought it was going to be. And so understand what you're actually offering people. And is that actually worthy of the money that you're charging? Because sometimes people just stick a high ticket off of price tag on a service and it doesn't really make any sense. It's kind of like it could have been 500 quid but instead you're going to charge five grand okay fine and that's something that you have to be really mindful of in my opinion another tip another injection of advice for you right if you're going to create a high ticket offer that you want to sell really well to make that sales process faster to make it easier to make it better i would suggest that you create bonuses that satisfy people's objections before they've even realized what their own objections are. So let me say that again. (laughs) You can create bonuses that you add onto the offer and say to people, hey, look, if you buy this program or this service, I'm actually going to add on this other thing and this other thing as a bonus that complements it. Ideally, they need to complement each other. 
but what you've actually strategically done is you haven't just picked random bonuses. You've picked bonuses that are going to help them to overcome whatever their objection is. So for some people, it'll be like, I don't have enough time or they're worried about, you know, a certain aspect of the deliverable that are they going to be able to keep up their end of the deal? Like you can craft bonuses that really help people along the buy-in journey process so that all of the little pieces of the puzzle are in place and are slotted together. And so it essentially makes it irresistible. It makes it irresistible for them to say yes and be like, oh my goodness, they've thought of everything here. I'm loving it. This makes total sense. I'm in. Sign on the dotted line. And I think you've got to be more, or a lot of people need to be more mindful about what are they pairing with things. Now, that's not me saying, by the way, that you have to have bonuses with high ticket offers because you don't. You 100% don't. And I would say pretty much all of my high ticket offers don't come with bonuses. But if you were going to have a scalable high ticket offer, that's where I tend to say add some bonuses that really help to make that process a full-bodied yes I'm in. I'm just going to touch on now some things that you can include in your high ticket offer that make it sort of high ticket or make it feel like it's worth the money because sometimes I think people don't understand they're like I don't really get it May it's like how does what qualifies for a 500 pound offer and what qualifies for like a five grand offer or a 50 grand offer or a 10 grand offer? So here's some items and these aren't exclusive, right? There's way more than I'm listing out now, but I'm just going to think of some for you. And I've got a couple written down that you might want to add in. So one-to-one time that we've spoken about and is a real key player in this. So a lot of the time it's one-on-one. I'm not saying that that means it has to be, it really doesn't. It doesn't have to be one-on-one, but one-on-one is a place to start done for you aspects. That can be a really key one. Looking at done for you elements of an offer. Community, certain types of community, certain levels and caliber of people. People will pay for that and that's a high ticket purchase. Personalized resources. So maybe it's that it's not just a resource, it's actually tweaked and personalized to them. And that's something we have in the business, for example. So Um, people who work on my one-on-one program, like I discussed earlier, they get done for you time in there. And within that time, I will create them bespoke, personalized resources that they can implement and use in their business straight away. That is so valuable for people. That in itself can be enough for them to be like, it was worth the whole um, investment just for that. And that's how you are creating really useful things that people then value and understand why it's priced at the price that it is. Training is another option. So including a certain type of training or including a a thing that shows people the behind the scenes of something can really work. VIP access to things helps. So that can be anything from to you or it could be to like a group or it could be VIP days, like maybe there's an in-person element and something that you can do together an event all of that really adds value something like this in addition to that access to contacts and network and this is something that people really devalue if you're someone who's highly connected has a really broad range of people and amazing professionals that you know 
that can make up part of your high ticket offer. It can be hugely, hugely valuable in helping you craft something that's unique, has a real point of differentiation and warrants a high price tag. And those are kind of my main key players in that as I see it. Now, I told you at the beginning of this episode that we were going to talk through the kind of why people are buying high ticket and not an alternative. And we're going to run through them. And as I mentioned, these aren't rocket science. These are things you're going to have heard before. But I think it's helpful when we're in this conversation to have these listed so that you can reflect on them and think, yeah, am I hitting all of this in my messaging, in my marketing? Am I actually addressing these points? Because if you're not, that will not be helping you. (laughs) You need to make sure that you're using these and actually playing to them, talking about them, saying, hey, this is a real thing, like this is a problem or this is a bonus, this is why this is really helpful. Um, So let's go, there's 10. So why are people buying high ticket and not an alternative? The alternative might be 2,000 pounds, you know, 500 pounds, 50 quid. Why are they not buying it? Most of the time it's about speed. Speed is key, okay? People might want rapid results and you might be able to get them rapid results by working with them one-on-one or working with them in a high-ticket capacity. Number two, goal achievement is a big reason why people buy high-ticket. So they want to achieve a goal faster. They want to attain a goal faster. That's ultimately can be enough for people to say, I understand why I'm going to pay five grand for something versus 50. For example, have a think about you could buy a PDF um, ebook about 50 recipes to lose weight for five quid. You also could invest in, I don't know, a fitness and health coach and a PT all-in-one package that's really high ticket. And maybe you're paying 10 grand or 20 grand for like six months, three months. Those are both valid solutions. They're both solutions to a problem. But what they're going to get out of those two things are vastly different. How they're going to perform, what their goals are going to be like, the speed in which they get there, vastly, vastly different. Neither is better or the other. It just depends on what the person wants. And so understanding that people want to achieve their goals and you can help them do that is really key. Number three is buying back more time. People who buy high ticket, generally, they want to buy back time. They know that they're time poor. They know that their time is their biggest asset and it's the most precious asset. And therefore, they'll do anything to buy it back. Number four, save brain space slash effort. This is a really important one as well. So for some people, yes, they could buy a book. And a book's a great example. So for example, sorry, I'm saying example an awful lot. (laughs) Somebody might have wrote a book. Have I got a book around me? No, I don't. Someone might have wrote a book and the person could sit and read this book and take the takeaways and write down things that they want to do following it and move forward with that. Or they could go and spend £5,000 to work with the author of that book one-on-one and learn whatever's in that book. Which one are they going to go for? Some of you will say, well, obviously they're going to go for the £10 book or the £5 book. But some of you will be sat there saying, I would pay the £5,000 and work with them one-on-one. Why? Well, the reason some people will is because they can buy and save brain space. It takes less effort. 
reading a book for some people is a habit that they, they just can't get into because they're running around and doing 25 million things and that's not an option. But if they had to schedule in an hour of their time where they know they're going to speak to someone there and then face to face or over the phone, whatever, that might be doable for them. And it might take a lot less effort. And so for they might buy for that reason. Next up, generating more income and the prospect of that is a huge reason why people buy high ticket. If people are on the mission to make more money, if they're on a mission to do more in their life and they know that money's a key part of that, a lot of people will get to the point where they understand that if they want to generate more income, they probably need to spend a bit and actually understand and have guidance and support to be able to make that happen. Number six, peace of mind. This is a really huge one. So some people will pay high ticket for things and buy a high ticket offer, even though they could get the same thing for way cheaper. But if they know that the person delivering it is trustworthy or they know what they're going to get, they're not kind of thinking, oh, I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm going to get. I don't know if it's this, I don't know if it's that. Like, if they just know what they're going to get, great. They'll pay for it every time because it's peace of mind. It's one less thing they have to worry about. It's just an easy yes. Number seven is staying ahead of the game. This is a really big one. So some people will buy high ticket and want to buy a high ticket offer because they want to always be on the pulse of things. They want to be on the ball. But again, they might not be able to be on the ball with 25 million different things. So they can pay high ticket and they can have access to something like that that helps them to constantly be able to tap into that and know that they are ahead of the game, but they're not consciously having to do it themselves because they're being fed it through someone else. Number eight is gaining competitive advantage. This is a big one. So some people will spend tons of money, like a lot, a lot of money to gain competitive advantage over other people in their industry. Or maybe it's about themselves just as a brand and as a, even a personal brand or as a person, they will buy high ticket offers to gain competitive advantage. Because again, it comes down to this idea of what can they do to quicken up the process of them learning, to getting better at recovering from setbacks, to getting better from just moving on and next thing, next thing, next thing. And so they'll buy a high ticket offer for that. Number nine, people will buy a high ticket offer to make decision-making easier. So if there's someone who has to make lots of decisions in a day, like hundreds of decisions in a day, then sometimes for someone to come in and take many of those decisions away from them is a hugely rewarding thing. And for a lot of people, they can't put a price on that. Therefore, they will pay a high ticket for it. And this is why some people, you know, pay huge amounts of money for certain members of staff or huge amounts of money for certain contractors or certain consultants or certain things in their business where it's just going to make the decision making easier. It's just going to make that process smoother. It's going to make it really calm and easy to manage. And therefore, high ticket offers a perfect solution for that. Number 10, we have got, this is a good one. I think this is a really interesting one. It's very human behavior focused. Number 10 is feeling understood and not alone. So people will buy a high ticket offer 
to be able to be comforted and have a space where they're held or where they're loved or where they're understood that maybe other people don't get. Maybe in other areas of life, that's just not going to happen or it doesn't fit or it doesn't work. But actually, for them here today, you're providing a solution to them and you're giving them an opportunity that's saying you can feel understood and you aren't alone and I can help you. That is enough for people to say yes. That alone is enough for someone to say, wow, take my money. I'm happy to spend 10 grand. And I think once you start understanding these reasons, the easier this all becomes when you're selling it because it becomes not about you and it doesn't become about the price. It becomes about why. And it comes down to how are you going to help someone? And that ultimately is what I said to you at the start of this episode. At the start, I said to you, the value has to be clear. The value has to be clear. And if you can clearly demonstrate that value, it doesn't really matter why they choose to buy. In many regards, that's none of our business. I say this a lot, that what people spend their money on has got nothing to do with us. But what has everything to do with us is giving people the opportunity to buy and then serving them well at the point in which they do. And so this is the episode today about how to make a a high ticket offer really desirable and how to sell it well. There's more we can go into with this. If you like this conversation, please let me know and say you want more because we can definitely talk more about high ticket offer, high ticket sales. Um, If you've gotten through this episode and you think I need a high ticket offer or my high ticket offer right now is really not given or I want to add another one in and maybe I've got a non-scalable one but I want to add a scalable one in come and speak to me and let's create that for you maybe you want to add a new revenue stream and actually you figured out that it needs to be a high ticket one all of that is stuff that I can do with you and we can do it through a variety of different means whether that's one-on-one my advisory service whether it's through a short-term consultant offer, like spending a half a day with me or a full day, or it might even be something like Maze Accelerator, where we can go on a journey together over six months for you to build it and launch it and get it out into the world. And maybe you're kind of really learning to love high ticket. All of those options are available to you at various different price points. That's starting from two and a half thousand pounds for a half day with me. Um, this is at the time of recording, which is September of 2023. Sorry if it's changed or it's more than that by the time you're listening to this. Um, May's Accelerator is 4,200, which is full at the moment, but is opening in November for a January 2024 start. And then you've got one-on-one advisory that's at 15,000 pounds for six months. And that is also full and is opening, has got space in January. So January, 2024, you can come work with me closely and we can build a high ticket offer and how exciting that you can go and sell it. Go and sell it, make back your money, make back your investment that you've spent with me and then make more, make lots of profit. It's very exciting. I love high ticket sales. I love high ticket offers. They're they're bloody amazing and they really help people. The reason I love a high ticket offer is that it normally means that you can help someone extremely deeply on a really strong, lovely level. I will be back next week 
take care, speak soon and go and make your high ticket offer really good. Go and improve it, tweak it, start selling it, get on stories and talk about your offer today. Get people on the level of understanding what it is and invite people to buy it. It's really important. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Honest Business Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you are subscribed. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating and review. To catch up with all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at may.james underscore, where I share the raw, uncut, behind-the-scenes reality of what running multiple businesses every day truly looks like. As always, links and any resources that were mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes below. That's all for this episode and I look forward to seeing you next time.